I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what is going on? This is Jeff Hartman, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. We are live on the Locker Room app. If you are listening to this in podcast form on Wednesday, understand that you might be sitting there saying, what do I have to do to be a part of these live shows? What do I have to do? Well, it used to be, used to, past tense, used to be, that you had to have an iOS device. And I heard from all of my ride-or-die crew that said, Jeff, we're Android users. What the heck? Well, they now have it for both, iOS and Android. Android's just the beta version, but you can still join live. You can still talk to me. And that's the whole point. I wanted to have a show that I could communicate with the fans, talk about the Steelers, and that's what we've been doing live on the Locker Room app. It's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun to have a lot of people that I know comment and follow me on Twitter and things like that. But it's been a great, it's been a blast. So once you get the free app, it's completely free. Once you get the free app, all you have to do is follow me at jhartman, H-A-R-T-M-A-N underscore P-I-T, which is the same as, it's the same exact handle as my Twitter handle. You have to just follow me. And then every Tuesday night, I've been doing it at 7.30. It just seems to fit better with my schedule. Uh, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time is when I've been going live. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to talk about the black and gold. And we have a lot to talk about this week. Believe it or not, Tuesday, the same day that this is being recorded live, the Pittsburgh Steelers were at Heinz Field for the day one of mandatory minicamp. 
And I get it. It's still football in shorts. And there's a lot of people that say, ah, oh, Jeff, you're talking about football in shorts again. Well, first and foremost, what else is there to talk about? I mean, seriously, what else is there to talk about at this stage of the game? We're all going to be talking about minicamp because 89 of the 90 players on the Steelers' off-season roster were in attendance. The only player who was not in attendance was Stefan Tuitt, which if you didn't hear the tragic story, his brother was killed in a hit-and-run accident. He was on the side of the road, was helping someone. I think it was his girlfriend. She had a, uh, something on top of her vehicle, and he was struck by a car and killed. And so Stefan Tuitt is down in uh, Georgia helping to handle all those things. So he was excused from the workouts. Everyone else was there. Not everyone was practicing. David DeCastro was there, but not practicing. He was in shorts and a T-shirt. Ben Roethlisberger was obviously there. T.J. Watt showed up for the first time. He had not been to OTAs yet. Joe Hayden showed up for the first time. It was great to see everybody back. T.J. Watt and Terrell Edmonds, they started off the day uh, being interviewed by the media. And then it just seemed like the the Steelers PR team said, we're going to roll out every single coach we have. That's that's exactly what it felt like. Uh, You heard from Matt Canada for the first time since he was hired Back in, I think it was January, you heard from Matt Canada for the first time. You heard from Keith Butler. You even heard from Mike Sullivan. No, not the Penguins head coach. This is the quarterback's coach. Uh, and then from there, you had they had practice. After practice, Mike Tomlin met with the media, recapped everything that happened on the day, which wasn't much, by the way. It was, it was not a, you know, there was nothing groundbreaking that took place. Uh, he did mention uh, the attendance. He mentioned the fact that in terms of uh, the, the Steelers' vaccination efforts, uh, they are, I think, leading the NFL in terms of vaccination, uh, which uh, that's, that, that means they have less restrictions and things like that heading into the, heading into the first week, whenever that is. And so uh, there wasn't much news coming from Mike Tomlin. Other news of note before we get into the main topic of today's live Let's Ride podcast on the Locker Room app is simple. Um, TJ Watt talked about everything from workload. Terrell Edmonds was asked about his fifth-year option not being picked up. I thought it was really interesting, by the way. Uh, this is something I'm not going to put in my recap article for Wednesday morning, is they asked Terrell Edmonds how he found out. Hey, Terrell Edmonds, how did you find out that the Steelers were not picking up your fifth-year option? And you know what he said? He said straight up, Mike Tomlin called me. He called me. He picked up the phone, and he called me. That, that's, I'm not surprised, number one. That tells me the world about Tomlin. Hey, hey we're going to make this decision. I'm going to call him myself. Not Kevin Colbert, not Omar Khan. I'm going to call him. And he told him that, hey, just because we're not picking up your fifth-year option doesn't mean that we don't want you. It doesn't mean that this road is done. It doesn't mean that we're moving on. It just means that we couldn't pick up your option. That doesn't mean we're not going to sign you again. It's up to you at this point. And so Terrell Edmonds has a lot of motivation. But Mike Tomlin called him himself. Um, T.J. Watt jokingly was asked about his golf game. If you've been following T.J. Watt on social media, he was, uh, he's was he been golfing more, and he's struggling, which I get an Im- immense amount of pleasure. It's the same as when I watch Tom Brady and Peyton Manning versus uh, – or Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson versus Peyton Manning, and I can't remember his pro that he was with last year in the match – and I've watched these professional football players just hack it up. I loved it. I love it. 
because that's probably the one area of my life where I could probably beat Tom Brady. Uh, get me on the golf course with him. I could probably beat Tom Brady. I could probably beat Peyton Manning. And that makes me happy. That makes me very, very happy. But TJ Watt struggling, and they asked him about it, and he had it was a good. It was all for fun. It was good fun. Uh, Matt Canada obviously was the talking point, and I don't want to spend too much time going over OTA. I'm sorry, minicamp. We OTAs were last week, but still, I don't want to spend too much time on this. But it's important news. Matt Canada was asked about you know getting Ben Roethlisberger acclimated to his offense. He was very very devout when he said, "We're not going to change a whole lot. Everyone thinks we're going to be this drastically different offense. That's not the case." He. Uh, he suspects Ben's going to be just fine. That Roethlisberger is going to be able to pick up the offense. A lot of it is a verbiage thing. He said he's been a great, a great uh, individual to work with. He's asked a lot of questions, and even Mike Sullivan, the quarterbacks coach, commented on Roethlisberger and how he's willing to learn. He said, "Look, someone that's as experienced as him, not everyone still has the willingness to learn and is open-minded about everything. So some really good information. Uh, make sure you check out BehindTheSteelCurtain.com tomorrow, Wednesday. Uh, Dave Schofield will always do his, what we call his um, Mike Tomlin Players article, which is he mentions anytime Mike Tomlin brings up an individual player, Dave will say what he will give you what he said. Um, and then I do my recap article, which is I'm going to look back at all the tweets, all the video. I'm going to have everything there for you. To check out, you can even rewatch the live look in with Missy Matthews and Mike Pursuta. You can watch Mike Tomlin's press conference, TJ Watt and uh, Terrell Edmonds. You can see video from the media, pictures, photos, everything. It'll all be there for you at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, which should be your one stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. A lot of people might stumble upon this podcast and not realize we're not just a group of rabid Steeler fans. We are a part of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. And so if you've never checked that out, be sure to check it out. All right, let's talk about something. I did my podcast on Monday, and I talked about how there could be a Ben Roethlisberger renaissance in 2021. I gave you a ton of statistics, a ton of numbers, broke it down about if Roethlisberger has a 1,000-yard rusher behind him, what does that mean? What is the correlation? If you haven't listened to that, make sure you check it out. And then I had someone comment on that article. We run all of our podcasts on the editorial side as well. And someone commented on the article and said, I, this may sound crazy, but what if the Steelers brought Le'Veon Bell back? He and Najee Harris together. They could spell one another, hopefully keep each other healthy. It would be a really good one-two punch. And I'm not about to sit here and talk in this podcast about whether Le'Veon Bell should or should not come back. That is not it. What I wanted to talk about in this podcast, and it's not talking about Le'Veon Bell sometimes acting like a complete clown in regards to what he says and what just most recently, you know, what he said about Andy Reid. You know, that's just, it's just bad. It's a bad look altogether. There's some people that think his NFL career is done. I am not one of those people necessarily that thinks his NFL career is done. However, when I think about Le'Veon Bell, what I think about is when he left Pittsburgh, it, to me, it was not like Antonio Brown. It was not a situation where, and when Antonio Brown left, I mean, he literally, he burned everything to the ground. If it was able to be burned, he took it down with him. And that's just the way Antonio Brown handled his business on the way out. He wanted to make sure, he wanted to guarantee that he would not be kept in Pittsburgh. 
he gave them he said i'm going to i'm going to be so awful that i'm going to leave them no excuse absolutely no excuse other than to get rid of me they have no option they have to get rid of me Le'Veon bell's a little different he held out you know the steelers tried to keep him they gave him what they thought was a very fair contract offer he turned it down since then he's done absolutely nothing Nothing for the Jets, even with the Chiefs, when he was released from the Jets and went there last season. He didn't even get a snap, I don't believe, or he didn't get a touch in the Super Bowl when the Chiefs lost to the Buccaneers. But I wanted to do this on Tuesday night because I wanted to get your, the listener's opinion about Le'Veon Bell. And this main question, did Le'Veon Bell implode the bridges in Pittsburgh to the point that he could never return? Is Le'Veon Bell, if he were to say, I'll take I'll take the veteran minimum, I'll take whatever, I'll come back to Pittsburgh, I have a couple questions. Number one is, are, is the bridge still there for them to welcome him back? And two, what would the fan reaction be? So if you're listening live on the locker room, I'd love to hear from you. We have our first caller, Logan. What's up, Logan? What's up? How's it going? Doing good. How about you? I'm doing great. What's on your mind? You want to comment on Lev Bell? Yep, that's exactly what I want to do. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, what par- uh, part of the question should I answer? Well, let's go with, do you think the Steelers would be open to Bell returning? Um, I don't know if the Steelers will, but me as a fan, I would be open to him returning. Really? Please yeah. explain yourself. I just, like you were talking about, I don't think he burned the bridges like Antonio Brown did. And if he's willing to come for the... That minimum, I don't think anybody would be too mad about it. So how would you see an aging Le'Veon Bell fitting into the Steelers' offense? Now, we know, we don't know, I should say, everything that Matt Canada is going to do offensively. It's just still a mystery. But if you were to imagine a situation, we know Najee Harris is going to play. And we know he's going to play a lot. Where would Le'Veon Bell fit in the pecking order, and how would they use him? Um, I think Le'Veon Bell would be your number two running back behind Najee Harris. Najee Harris would still be the bell cow because that's what Tom likes to do. But I think uh, Le'Veon Bell could be a role player and get a few touchdowns, kind of like Benny Snell did last year. Benny Snell got a handful of touchdowns. So just be a role player, maybe a third down back. Yeah. The funny thing is, is that when you think about a third down back, you think about the characteristics they're supposed to have. They have to be good blockers. Yeah, they got to be able to pick up the blitz. Le'Veon Bell's good at that. They have to know when to get out in space. They need to be able to catch the ball. We know Le'Veon Bell's good at that. I, you're talking me into it, Logan. And here's my last question for you. And then I'll let, if you have any other questions, we can talk about it. What do you think the fan reaction will be? Not um, just you. Not just you. Yeah. The fans in general. I think it would be 50-50. Half of them would like it. Half of them wouldn't. I don't really? think it's going to be 80-20. Half of them uh, 80% don't like it. I think the majority, it's going to be, like, like I said, a 50-50. I don't think majority is not going to like it, and then small will, will like it. That's how I picture it. That's that's interesting. I'm not sure if I buy the 50-50. I think it would definitely be skewed more towards people saying we don't need him. And they, they, he, they, he wanted out, let him go. Anything else on your mind, Logan? Nope, that's all. Thank you. All right, man. I appreciate you chiming in. Let's get our next uh, speaker on the air. Uh, before we do that, if you want to talk about this, I'd love to hear from you in this first segment. So if you're listening live, you want to talk about Le'Veon Bell, let me know. Here we got Wes on. What's up, Wes? How you, do- 
How you doing? So I'm going to talk kind of, I, I agree with a lot of what Logan just said. I'm going to talk about the same thing here. Uh, for me, first of all, I'm going to address the fan thing. Sure. I think it's more like 70, 30, 70% will, will hate it all out of the gate. But I think it would be results biased. Like right out of the gate, everybody's going to hate it. Like why are we bringing this bum back? Yeah. But if he succeeds, then you're going to see it start to flip the other way. So now how do I personally feel about Le'Veon Bell? I am one of the guys that think his career could be over. I think the fact that he came out and disrespected one of the most respected organizations in the history of the NFL and then came out and disrespected one of the most respected head coaches in Andy Reid in the history of the NFL. I I mean, I just don't know if that, like, you're probably right. There's going to be a team that's willing to take a chance on him. But for me, like, I just don't know what, what's, what value does he provide an organization with that kind of attitude? Well, that's that's my question for you, Wes, is you're a football guy, as everyone else that listens to the show is. Would this be a smart football decision for the Steelers? Let's take the fan thought process out of it for a second, and let's just analyze this this way. It would, it be a, would it be a smart football decision for Kevin Colbert to go to Mike Tomlin and say, I know you might hate it, but I think we need to bring this guy back. Here's why. Is it a smart move? It, it depends. I think that's a great question, and I have a, uh, an honest answer to it. It depends on the Le'Veon Bell you're getting. Are you okay. getting the Le'Veon Bell that barely really made an impact for Kansas City? Or are you getting the Le'Veon Bell that showed a little bit for the Jets, but more so the guy who made a career in Pittsburgh? Are you getting that guy? Because in, in the backfield with Najee Harris and just the glimpses of what I've heard of Canada's potential offense and what I've seen him do in college football with offenses. Le'Veon Bell could be a serious weapon. I, I, I predicted 10 touchdowns for Najee Harris alone. Najee Harris alone. I think you can get 15 out of the backfield between those two guys if you're getting Le'Veon Bell of the past, of the Steelers' past. So from a football standpoint, I think it would come down to conditioning, physical, get him into training camp and see if what guy you're getting. And if you're not getting the guy from before who made his career here in Pittsburgh, it's not worth it. But if you are, the fans are going to hate it initially. Mike Tomlin might not love it. But if you're really trying to win a Super Bowl and you can get that guy back, I agree with Logan. He's not Antonio Brown. He didn't have the insane mental explosion. It was money-based. He bet on himself. I think everybody can agree he will never admit he made the wrong decision, even if we all believe he did. But that's his right. He believes he made the best decision for him, whatever. It's not something... I think that and fans do, but I don't think it's something you can say, oh, well, we shouldn't sign him back because he thinks he made the right decision. Well, of course he did. It's a decision he made. And he's never going to admit he was wrong because it cost him millions of dollars. So yeah. if any of us were in his shoes, whether we admit it or not, 
we'd have that same attitude about that singular thing. What happened between him and Andy Reid? I don't know. And I don't know, like, I don't know if I've ever heard what Andy Reid supposedly said to him or whatever. I, that, you know, I think the fact that he's coming out and saying, I'd never play. Hundreds of NFL players would, in a heartbeat, leave their current team and go play for Andy Reid. So the fact that somebody who really hasn't done a lot since he left Pittsburgh is saying, I'd never play for that again, he's that guy again, he's crazy. It's the ultimate disrespect. As a fan, yeah. what I like bringing Bell back, it's kind of I'm kind of fifty fifty. Attitude wise, culture wise, absolutely not. But if we're getting the guy that used to play in Pittsburgh, hell yeah, line him up, put him back there, two back set with Najee Harris. I'm go, I'm down for it. It just depends. It really depends on who you're getting. It, yeah. it, that's really, and like I said, when it comes to fans, I think most fans would hate it out of the gate, but it it would be a results bias thing as as the season began. The better he is, the better, the, the more fans are going to be like, you know what, maybe this wasn't bad, such a bad decision. It's going to be like Dwayne Haskins. I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of Dwayne Haskins, but if Ben goes down for three games, hypothetically, let's hope that doesn't happen. But if he did, and Dwayne Haskins, for whatever reason, was the guy that got to start, and he came in and threw over three games, maybe eight touchdowns, one interception, Threw for a combined 600 yards. Now everybody's drinking the Dwayne Haskins Kool-Aid. Yeah. So it's really, you know, it's for me, it would, if you get the guy that used to play for Pittsburgh, that Najee Harris, Le'Veon Bell backfield would be great. I don't ever think it'll happen. I don't think Bell will come back. I don't think Bell wants to come back because I think Bell coming back in some way, might be Bell admitting he made the wrong decision, and that's why I I don't think it'll ever be that Pittsburgh won't wouldn't consider coming back. I think Bell would never take the risk of admitting he was wrong. No, you're right, Wes, and thank you for chiming in. Um, there's a lot more. To, there's a lot more to talk about with the Le'Veon Bell situation when we come back after the break. We are going to talk about not just Le'Veon Bell, but also anything else that might be on your mind surrounding the Pittsburgh Steelers, whether it's minicamp, whether it's a question. We'll dive into the Twitter mailbag. We had a few questions from the Ride or Die crew today. I'll be right back after this break. I'm not going anywhere on the locker room. Stay tuned. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg. This is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. podcast on the locker room app i do want to take a moment to say that wherever you get your podcast if you just stumbled upon this show whether it's on the locker room app and you're wondering 
he does more shows than this? I do. And not only that, we have a whole slew of podcasts on our network. If you go to wherever you get your podcast, search Steelers or Behind the Steel Curtain, subscribe, follow, do whatever you have to do. That way you don't miss a thing. That's not just my Monday, Wednesday, Friday Let's Ride podcast every morning. On Tuesdays, the live mic with Michael Beck. Thursdays, the Steelers Stat Geek with Dave Schofield. But it's also all of our PM content. That's right. We have shows that run live on YouTube. You can find us on YouTube. Search BTSC Steelers Radio. Subscribe to the channel. Like the videos. We appreciate it. And all of those live videos are taken. The audio is taken, and we run them on the audio platform the next day. So that's on Monday, the, the Steelers Hangover with Brian Anthony Davis and Tony Defio. On Tuesday, it's the Scobro Show with Rich and Dave Schofield. Wednesday's the Curtain Call with Jeffrey Benedict and Michael Beck. Thursday, my show, the Steelers Preview with myself, Brian Anthony Davis, and Dave Schofield. The Friday Night Six-Pack with Tony Defio. The Touchdown Under with Mark Davison and Maddie Peverell on Saturday. And Sunday, the Tales from 2 a.m. with Brian Anthony Davis. Whew. That's a lot. That's a lot for me to say, but it's also a lot of content, so make sure you're checking that out. Okay, we do have several people that are listening live on the Locker Room app. If you want to talk, uh, go ahead and put in a speak request. Even if you've spoken already once, that's okay. We can talk about anything relating to the Pittsburgh Steelers. The more we talk about the Le'Veon Bell situation, though, I do have to admit, I kind of am warming up to the idea of giving him a, ch- giving him a chance, giving him a shot, just a shot, giving him a just shot in the dark, see what it's about. Uh, but at the same time, I'm not sure if the financials will ever line up. And then Wes brought up a really good point in regards to if Le'Veon Bell were to return, is it in a way him saying, yeah, I made a mistake? You know, I hope that makes sense to the listeners out there. What if that, like, if, if he's viewing it that way? I could never go back to Pittsburgh because if I go back to Pittsburgh, all of a sudden I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm worth what I am and I'm saying that the deal that they gave me was the best. I don't know. Wouldn't be shocked if he feels that way. But let's just say that the Steelers do want to entertain the thought of Le'Veon Bell coming back. If they do want to give him a chance. My first inclination, my first thought is, who do they get rid of? Who do they get rid of? So you just took Najee Harris with the 24th overall pick in the first round. You're not getting rid of him, obviously. So, okay, then who else do you have on the depth chart? Benny Snell? Anthony McFarland? I think it's... Kalen or Callan Ballage, I apologize if I mispronounced his name. And you also have Jalen Samuels. So I think it's safe to say if someone like Le'Veon Bell were to come out, Jalen Samuels is almost certainly gone. But the one thing that Jalen Samuels does is, people need to remember this, is he plays special teams. And Le'Veon Bell is probably not going to play special teams if he gets signed. And so then you're thinking, okay, what about someone like Anthony McFarland? Would he be gone? I don't know. He was, this is the guy who was a draft pick just a year ago. And it, a lot of people talk about his change. Benny Snell, is he? would he be gone? Uh, boy, I know we're jumping to conclusions here. I really do. But at the same time, I, it's, it's kind of – it's very intriguing. We'll put it that way. It's very intriguing. All right, we have another uh, person who wants to talk. Let's get Tyler on the line. What's up, Tyler? Hey, what's up, Jeff? How are you today, man? I'm doing great. What's up? What's on your mind? Oh, dude, I just got to say, I think you hit it out of the park yesterday on your Big Ben Renaissance episode. I uh, I really enjoyed that, man. And uh, I'm right you. there with you. I'm right there with you that if this running game can even get back to just like middle of the pack, like right there, right in the middle of the league for, uh, you know, the, the rushing game, I think we're going to see a brand new team. I think all that potential we saw last year having – Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool and uh, having Big Ben back. Like, I think we were all hyped up on that. 
And then we were like, what's going on with this team? And of course you had the, the Randy Feetner offense and that falling flat on space. But when you bring in a guy like Matt Canada and then a guy uh, like Najee Harris, like, oh my gosh, man, I'm just so excited to see this running game uh, open up the um, passing game for Ben Roethlisberger. And like, uh, I just, I think we're going to see a, a really good team, man. I think it's going to surprise a lot of people. Well, you said that I hit the nail on the head, but I want to make sure that you understand that you did the same exact thing in a comment you just made. And it is that I don't think anyone in their right mind is expecting or demanding that the Steelers go from 32nd in the NFL in two of the most important statistical categories for a run a running game, and that is yards per carry and yards per game, and go from 32 to 1 or even top 10. I would guarantee you that most Steeler fans, you said like 15th, middle of the road, I think it was Dave Schofield did a, a statistical analysis on StatGeek. It was about a month ago. And he talked about, well, do you know who was 16th, the middle-of-the-road running team, last season, the AFC representative in the Super Bowl, the Kansas City Chiefs. And so when you think about it that way, you, if you have the passing game, if you can just add a middle-of-the-road running game, run when you have to, you can create some balance, you're going to see an entirely different offense and an entirely different Ben Roethlisberger. But good call, Tyler. Anything else in your mind? Uh, I just want to say, man, that uh, I think when you're not putting the game on Ben's back like that, you know, when you have uh, a defense that has to respect your running game, when you're on third and manageable, well, what are you going to do? Are you going to run or are you going to throw it? Well, if we can trust that Najee's going to go and get those three or five yards for us on the ground because they didn't respect the run enough, that saves big bends, you know, clutch plays or clutch passes. Instead of trying to bring us back into a game, those are the plays that he can use to seal a game up. And I'm just really looking forward to it, man. Thank you for taking my call. Hey, no problem, Tyler. Thanks for chiming in. I appreciate it. And if you're listening live on the locker room app, we have some more people joining us. Be Put in a speaker request. We'll be glad to hear you can talk about anything that's related to the Pittsburgh Steelers. You can talk about uh, Le'Veon Bell. If you don't want to talk about it, I get it. I really do. But in the meantime, let's go to the uh, Twitter mailbag. Brian Haynes, he says, who are your top five MB, team MVP candidates before the season starts? Hashtag ride or die crew. Thank you, Brian, for the question. Um, I'm assuming he's talking about the Steelers MVP. I'm going to go with, uh, I, you have to put TJ Watt up there. I think you have to put Ben Roethlisberger there. Uh, now we're going to get into some nitty gritty. I think that this is tough for a wide receiver. I'm going to put Chase Claypool there. I think he could be dynamic. Going to go outside the box again. I'm going to say Devin Bush is another player that I would put on the on my MVP watch list for the Steelers. And then lastly, I'll go with someone along the defensive front, mainly either Cam Hayward or Stephon Tewitt. Um, I think that one of those two, if they have a very disruptive season, could be an MVP candidate for the Steelers. All right, next question from Cole. He says, do you see Ben as a dark horse MVP candidate? I'm assuming he's mentioning with the league. He said, with Najee Harris coming in to help the running game, the plethora of weapons at receiver and tight end, and hopefully an improved offensive line, Ben could really put up some numbers within Matt Canada's offense. He absolutely could. I think, to me, the key metrics that I would be looking for when I want to see, is Ben Roethlisberger better? Is he improving? Is he thriving under Matt Canada's system? I want to see a higher completion percentage. But I don't want it always to have to be those Todd Haley, dink and dunks, wide receiver screens, those type of plays. If he can hit those intermediate passes and really do it efficiently, that's important. I want to see balance. I don't want to see Roethlisberger throwing the ball 35-plus times a game. 
there are situations that dictate you have to do that if you're coming from behind, and I understand that. But if the Steelers are going to be as good as everyone wants them to be, if the Steelers are going to have a running game that everyone hopes that they have, then they're going to have to be able to run it effectively so that Ben Roethlisberger doesn't have to shoulder all of that responsibility himself. And other metrics, I want to see the interceptions go down, keep the touchdowns. I think 34 is a career high at 33 last season. If he can continue to be good in the red zone, it would be really, really good to see Ben, and I think he could put up some numbers. Don't be shocked if if everything goes as planned, and I'm talking about with the offensive line, everything that you just named, Colt, the offensive line, the tight ends, the wide receivers, the running back, don't be shocked if Ben's overall numbers go down, if his yardage dips. That's okay. That's okay. Because if he doesn't have to throw it as much, that means that typically the Steelers are having a good balanced attack and they're effective. They don't need to throw it. They can run it. And they're running it effectively enough so that they can kind of just say, hey, Ben, let's run this thing out. When was the last time we've said that? When was the last time the Steelers actually iced a game on the ground? I remember growing up, and I was watching Jerome Bettis do it on a weekly basis. Steelers would get a lead. Give it to the bus. They're going to grind it out. Three yards in a cloud of dust, that's fine. He'd get three, he'd get four, he'd get another three, first down, move the chains, and we keep moving, and the clock keeps ticking. I'd love to see that. I would love to see that happen. All right, folks, let's get Cole on the line here. He's chiming in. I think I just answered his question. What's up, Cole? Hey, how are you, Jeff? I'm great. What's on your mind? Yeah, so I just wanted to talk about the question I just asked. I thought I wasn't going to be able to join, but I Um, but yeah, I'm totally okay with Ben's numbers taking a dip. If that means our offense is more balanced, I think that's what really everyone wants to see is, uh, Najee Harris getting involved a lot, getting a lot of touches on. Ah, Cole, we're going to get, we have a bad reception here, man. We have a bad reception and, um, hopefully we can get you back on here soon. If not next week, make sure you join me Tuesday and anyone that's listening, Make sure you join me next Tuesday um, for another episode of – oh, we're out of all out of whack. Hey, folks, like I always finish it out, be safe, be kind, and God bless. Have a good one. We'll see you on Friday. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.